1: give you a show like you have never, ever seen before. Why? Because I can.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Founders, and with me is
1: Eric Sanchez. And he's
0: making sure his levels are good. He just did an update to Audacity, so we're all good. And he tested, which is, we're happy he did. Because otherwise, I would have just recorded a show by myself, where only my track would be on there. You
1: what would you? have, because it was set at zero well, percent. I got to turn this down. <laughs> let me let me turn this down a little bit. Okay, you're good. I mean, I guess, I mean, whatever. Just as long as you're you've
0: got it, so it's working and recording on your end. You can see the the little audio bars going up and down. We're yeah, good to yeah, go. I do
1: see that. It's just getting into the red, so I got to turn it down a little
0: bit. Oh, you can't be in the red, pal. I want to blow your speaker out. No, we don't want to do that uh, right. this week, especially this week. On the Especially Positive Crossing Podcast. Week. We are going back to January 1993. We're in January 2024 right now. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days away from the, I guess, when you, by the time you hear this, the Royal Rumble's tomorrow. And we are going to look back at the 1993 Royal Rumble. Now, I could have sworn we had done this show before. but I went through I thought all we the-
1: did. I remember I some went- matches. Maybe we discussed some matches from this. Rumble.
0: I think, looking through all the archives, you know, I think what we did was during one of our Rumble memory show or favorite mm-hmm. Rumble moments or funny stuff. We That's where we talked about it because there was some stuff we've talked about, but as a show as a whole, we'll, we'll get into it this week. Uh, also, if you are checking out our show for the first time, we appreciate that. And if you're a longtime listener, we appreciate you even more or just a semi-listener. Appreciate you as well. You can follow us on Facebook. Just search Positively Pro wrestling Podcast. Join the Facebook group there. You could also follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast, uh, Instagram, PPW underscore podcast. And wherever you get your favorite podcasts from, just search Positively Pro wrestling Podcast. Hit subscribe. All of our shows are there for free. Past archives of shows, several, you know, six, seven years worth of shows are back. Interviews, content creator stuff, uh, wrestlers, lots of nostalgic wrestling talk funny stories and the, I, I what i was looking to see make sure we didn't do this show uh-huh. i was like i completely we did this show we did that show we did so i'm gonna go back <laughs> in the archives myself and listen yeah. to, to what we did uh over the years and it's always cool sometimes where someone will post something i think matt kona posted recently that they were like oh i listened to this royal rumble show from the old one i'm like look at that that's awesome yeah. so it's good if you're a new listener or if you miss some go back and listen uh, they time. The good thing about nostalgia is they're pretty much timeless. We're not necessarily a week to week covering wrestling. No, shows. we're not. So it's <laughs> it's timeless. Uh, so we've got a couple uh, housekeeping things I've got to do here. First off, last week we we you know I, I've got the the history of the professional wrestling book. Right? And we, we looked yeah. at our cards on our birthday. So I put the uh-huh. bat signal out. Said anybody want a uh, me to read what was their birthday? Let me know. Mm-hmm. So. Our friend Lee from the Raw's Nitro podcast, of course, said, "Read mine." August sixth, <laughs> right. August sixth, eighty four. So let's pull up the book here. We're gonna we're gonna see. And Lee's down in Australia, so let's see where we are. We're in the were summer you born yet. Me? Yeah, I was yeah. June June eighty four.
1: Oh, okay. So you're a couple months old.
0: Yeah. So I'm a couple months old for this his birthday. So a, August.
1: A couple months
0: old. August sixth, eighty four. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, August 16th. What if there's no show? What if he's like a th- the one day off a year they had? Okay. He'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to be happy. This is a Maple okay. Leaf Wrestling's <laughs> taping. Uh, we've got Gamma Singh defeated Goldie Rogers. Uh, and then for Georgia Championship Wrestling, Bruce Beefcake beat Tony Gurria. Um, Greg Valentine with Captain Lou Albano defeated Nick Corrado versus via submission uh, Kamala pinned Ron Hutchinson. And then we have the superstars taping. Uh, this big is all John.
1: WWF, right? Or it's Georgia Champion.
0: It's all, it's, well, this is the WWF book, but, um, Maple Leaf gardens taping, tape multiple things. Okay. At the same place. And then the superstars of wrestling taping, big John stud beat pinned Bob Marcus. Um, Ken Patera defeated John Bonello, Maple Leaf wrestling featuring Vince McMahon, and Angelo Mosca on commentary, Kamala beat John Bonello with a splash. Paul Orndorff beat Nick DeKello. Uh, the women's tag team champions, Velvet McIntyre and Princess Victoria, were guests, yeah. on the, were guests on the Piper's Pit. Rocky Johnson, the Rock's dad, pinned Brian, McMahon, Brian McKinney with, during a drop kick. It says, Brutus Beefcake walked her on ringside. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Snuka pinned Renee Goulet. World champion Hulk Hogan pinned Tiger Chung Lee with the leg drop, Mad Dog of Sean pinned Bob Marcus with the pile driver, Ivan Putsky pinned Goldie Rogers with the Polish hammer. Goldie Rogers doing double duty. Uh, and then we got Piper's Pit with Nikolai Volkov and Freddie Blassie. And then we've got Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch defeated Ron Hutchinson and Bob Marcus. Uh, Bob Orton Jr. pinned Tony Gurria. And what is this here? National Heavyweight Champion... Spoiler, I don't know what that means. Uh, Nikolai Volkov with Freddie Blassie pinned Nick DeCaro. And then for a dark match after the taping, Ivan Putsky defeated Paul Orndorff. So this is a marathon taping you got in your birthday, Lee, so congratulations. Uh, Man, again. What
1: a, what a special day.
0: <laughs> what a special day for him and his family.
1: Are there any photos in there?
0: No, but you got to look through. This is all just text. This is It's like the size of a dictionary. This is only... Yeah. I got gotcha. 63
1: through 89. So, I was, I was that, just imagining Adrian Adonis and his like his biker, his biker suits. Yeah. I was tagging with uh dirty Dick Slater.
0: Definitely. So thank you, Lee. And then again, guys, let us know if you want us to read the card on your birthday or any day, maybe your kid's birthday. As long as your kids were born uh, before 1999, you're okay. We've got that. Uh, let me know. And we'll read it on air next week. So appreciate you, Lee, for, for sending that over. Uh, another piece of housekeeping here. I was sent a book by Dave Reuter. so he wrote this book called "Kayfabe: A Love Story," mm-hmm. and we're going to have him on the show next week to talk about it. I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the synopsis of this. Let me know if you're in, okay? Okay. On February 5th, 1988, former World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan made a damning allegation. He Ooh. accused he accused the million dollar man Ted DiBiase of fronting the bill for a plastic cert for fronting the bill for a desperate man's risky and invasive procedure. Facial, facial plastic surgery to look like referee Dave Hebner. Mm-hmm. And I believed him <laughs> paying homage to 1987's WrestleMania three. K a love story. You is a believed collection... him or the,
1: or the writer believed him?
0: The writer. It says, I believed him.
1: Okay. I thought you said you believed him.
0: Well, the, I'm reading. <laughs> let me read. Pal. Okay. Paying, paying homage to 1987's WrestleMania three. K a love story is a collection of 87 essays, Written in an alternate universe where oh. professional wrestling isn't scripted and the match results aren't predetermined. So step around the shards of glass from the broken barbershop window and cozy up next to your favorite middle turnbuckle because a love story is indeed a happening. This has got awesome artwork on it. It's got an LJN Hogan Wrestling nice. Challenge video game arcades. you got the Nintendo Survivor Series shirts, all this stuff. I'm going to read through the book. i'm going to have Dave on next week. So get excited. I always thought that was a cool idea. I thought about doing a podcast years ago of of strictly in kayfabe, like everyone talking about it like it was real, all that stuff. But that's
1: the thing. When you're a kid, it is real.
0: Mm -hmm. So there you go. So he rewrote this. Cannot wait to dive into it. Um, Check it out on Amazon. It's called kayfabe, a love story. We'll definitely be able to plug it more uh, next week and maybe even do a giveaway for a copy of that book as well. So uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, Before we dive into the 93 rumble, Anything new and exciting for you? Any uh, wrestling-related fun stuff for you? Are you good to go?
1: Mm, I think I'm good to go. Actually, Uh actually. Okay. (laughs) I was doing some actual housekeeping, (laughs) and I was going up in my closet because I was trying to find this. um, It's like a a stick-on emblem for the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers I, I asked for for Christmas. And I, I forgot where I put it. So I was upstairs in my, upstairs in my closet looking through stuff, and I found this Mankind uh, lunch box type thing that uh, the pop figures came in. I'm like, oh, there it is. So I opened it up. There's a sock. There's Mankind. There's Cactus Jack in there. So I forgot I even had them. So I opened it up, put that on display, pulled out the pops, put those in my pop display. and Okay. And while I was doing that, I'm like, this thing is dusty. So I started dusting everything, putting it's the shelves dusty, on. Baby. It's dusty, baby. It's dusty. It's too goddamn dusty. As I was watching the, the rumble yesterday, so that, speaking that, of dusty. Celebrated. I know we don't talk a lot
0: about uh everyday uh, current wrestling. Did you check out that Cody and CM Punk promo from Raw? I did.
1: I liked it. I liked it where uh, where it was going, where it came from. I was like, well, shit, now I want this match WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Punk saying he's more American dream than his dad or than Cody. Yeah. Cody's a lot more CM Punk than you because I went out and did all the stuff that you said you were going to do.
0: Yeah, and I got a neck tattoo. It's the same deal. <laughs> that, it's the same deal, huh? Mm-hmm. It's a happening.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> pandemonium. Look at the hiccups now I'm laughing so hard with your thing. Um,. I've got my three faces of Foley ringside exclusive shipment shipment notification. Okay, cool. So I'm hoping there's like a Mick Foley WrestleCon announcement or signing up soon, so I get that sign. and That's why I bought it because I think it'll look sick signed. All three mm-hmm. figures, all three yeah. signatures. It looks, it look awesome. Uh, and then also, I've got the VHS sign. So I've got Hell in the Cell signed by Mankind. I've got. Uh, mm-hmm. was it over the edge uh yeah over the edge 98 signed by dude love and then i needed to get a copy of royal rumble 2000 signed by cactus and vhs and I'll, i'm thinking of like maybe making like a, a shadow box mick foley type thing mm-hmm. with the tapes and all that we'll see that's
1: just, just something i'm thinking about yeah i did. i made a purchase also from ringside what'd you get i got uh, chad gable and uh, otis okay I really, I really like Otis. I don't know. I just, I just like them together. Otis cracks me up. He always did. Even, um, even when mm-hmm. he was in the heavy machinery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then along with that, I had to go over $60 cause I feel like it's a better deal to get the free shipping than it is 5% off. And I just got the ultimate Seth Rollins.
0: Cool. With the with the fancy jacket and all that.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to use that. I'll just use the black jacket he came in with, uh, like a couple figures before that came out. Okay, because that's what he yeah. always wears. So I'm, I don't know where that other jacket came from. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. So whatever.
0: Whatever. And then also today, uh, do you remember the original? I not the original, but the CM Punk Best in the World um, Chicago flag shirt from Money in the Bank 2011. Remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So they re released it in WWE shop. So I had to buy that because oh, I have wanted it. Yeah, I've wanted it forever because I used to have it. And yeah. it got a big rip in it, so I had to get rid of it. Ooh. And uh, I was, they made like bootleg versions and all that. And I didn't want to buy a used white t-shirt, you know, it all pitted out and all that stuff. Right. So I, I picked it up. So it's on WWE Shop if you're looking for it too. So order. So
1: you'll be happy because I just started typing that and you didn't hear no Doogie Hauser over here, did you? No. Nope. I got a new keyboard. Okay, look it's at called you. The, it's called the silent touch.
0: <laughs> I think Jeff from Fully Puzzled is going to be upset. I think the the soothing sounds of the keyboard. He enjoys the clickety clacks, clickety clacks. I
1: guess still clickety clack, click. click 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 click
0: click. I mean, that's not the same. Paca? You ready to talk Rumble ninety three? Because I got a lot to talk about here, mainly um, about the I, maybe. I have, a little, I have a, a
1: little bit to talk about.
0: Mainly about the succulents and the succulent <laughs> foods
1: that people will be enjoying. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to write down everything he said, but I knew you would, so.
0: I didn't write down everything. I just like, well, all right, we'll get to Caesar I mean, and you all could, that later. I mean, you could
1: just play the audio.
0: I could. I could. But I see, I like doing that, but I also like forcing people to go watch it themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and think we talk, you, I think if you put little snippets in, they're like, oh, man, that that didn't happen.
0: It's, it's a lot of work to do that. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Okay, no promises. Okay. No promises right.
0: as we record live here. Gotcha. So the 1993 Royal Rumble took place January 24th, 1993 at the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California. I had an attendance of 16,000. A buy rate not great of 300,000, although it was better than the 92 Rumble, which was 260,000. So 93 is a weird time for the WWF. Where do you get your buy rate information from? Just wrestletalk.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, There's just a website for it. They've got them all on there. I got you. But not the best buy rate for for them but 300,093 is not bad considering the state of the company and the kind of the transition it's in Uh, i've got some thoughts on this rumble for me personally and Mm -hmm. watching because i'm 93 i'm in fourth grade or no second i'm in third grade because yeah i go into third grade in 92 and then january 93 so i'm still in third grade uh watching the rumble here you
1: were yeah that's awesome! <laughs> all right, I, I never think of like how young you were watching wrestling. Yeah, it was. So it was like what, these year, this year I would have been
0: because you're what a freshman in high school here or something, or like in eighth grade. Um, uh, think I a, a freshman. freshman. Yeah, because I think you're five. Or, you're like five and a half years older than me, maybe six.
1: yeah I was a freshman.
0: Um, mm. all right. What would you remember? Were you watching '93 WWF at the time? Did you remember watching I would. I was would you watching. Rent it. this. How, when was I, your first time
1: watching the show? I rented it because I didn't do the pay-per-views because I still had a a buddy who probably like three or four years we would watch wrestling together uh, get pay-per-views at his house I'd go to his um, yeah I'd go to his house down in the basement his dad had a black box so it was easy for get like the pay-per-views but the Royal Rumble didn't seem to be that big of a deal back then Mm -hmm. Um, I still liked it but it wasn't like my favorite match I, I haven't developed like a favorite match at that point um, but over the years, I would just say this royal—the Royal Rumble uh, match itself—is my favorite of, of every year. Uh, but yeah, we we didn't watch this one. I remember watching the uh, WrestleMania that followed it, but this um, we probably rented the tape.
0: Yeah, I this was definitely one that I did the I listened to the scrambled feed in the mm-hmm. basement of it. So I had made a friend in third grade that had a black box, and. The first tape he recorded for me was actually the WrestleMania nine. So the next day at school, he gave that to me. So I hadn't got, I like, I just found out like what that, well, I knew what a black box was. My dad's friend had one and we'd go Mm -hmm. over there sometimes for the shows, for the matches and the pay-per-views. But my friend was like, oh yeah, you know, I'll record it for you and you can just give it to you the next day. I was like, oh, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, So I, I listened to it and I did rent. This was definitely, I remember it always being available to rent at every video store I went to. Mm-hmm. Like everybody must have ordered it however this was one as a kid i and even into my head told it sometimes now i have that weird taste in my mouth i avoided watching it because i hated who won and i hated the ending so much uh-huh. i like it like scarred me i'm like this is awful I hated it I hated it and there's some fun stuff in this show for sure but it's not the best pay-per-view we've ever looked you know
1: what on. i take that back i i did rent this one because okay. I do remember watching uh, the Narcissus unveiling live. Right,
0: the Narcissus, not narcissist. <laughs> <Yeah>. Narcissus, <laughs> narcissus.
1: Oh, admire yourself! Those biceps, those legs. Show the show the we'll, people. We'll, we'll
0: get to that. Don't worry. Uh, I know. But another. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm getting into it now. Take taking...
0: <laughs> you're, you're getting excited already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's just talk about Bobby Narcissus and the succulent food, and then we'll be. Uh-huh. I think everyone will be excited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll have to have a cigarette, a cigarette after this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is so we kick off the show here. Just a straight shot of the crowd. Classic Rumble logo. The you know the maroon and yellow. Mm-hmm. This is the last show, last pay per view. We get Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon ever.
1: Oh, that sucks.
0: They definitely go out. They're having fun. They might yeah. be drunk on this show. They have to. Like, be. They're having a good time and. Uh,
1: Monsoon we, keeps wanting to knock him out. He's like, "I'm gonna knock you out."
0: <laughs> yeah, Gorilla's going through the card, and they're kind of in like a like a skybox area. They're not in a, they're not at ringside. They're not near yeah. the the entryway. And Gorilla's talking. He's like, "Oh, we got a great card in 19 or Bobby. We got a great card that Royal Rumble match. Don't forget about that. They're going WrestleMania." And then Bobby Heenan. What about Narcissus, Gorilla? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'll, he's all pissed at him. So we kick it off the first matchup, the Beverly Brothers versus the Steiners. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, the Steiners were in the WWF for longer than they actually were. And I was a big fan of them and their WWF run because I knew who they were from WCW. So I was like, oh, I know these guys. Like, they're coming in. Like, they're going to kick some ass. It took me a
1: while to get into it because I'm like – because I always had, like, this divide of WCW and WWF. So even seeing like Ric Flair, I'm like he's a, he's a WCW guy. Like I didn't mm-hmm. accept him. And sa- same thing with the Steiners, I didn't fully accept him like at first because I'm like these were WCW guys.
0: You didn't accept them.
1: Yeah, and same <laughs> with uh, Giant Gonzalez. You know I didn't accept him. But, you know uh, El I'm like come on, that's El Gante. <laughs> you can't fool yeah. me.
0: Uh, the, the Steiners, uh, Rick's got a Hawaiian shirt type singlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the We got the big Ico, Ico Pro banner hanging in the sky. There's all the... Headlock for hunger. Headlock for hunger. The big WWF block logo on the ground for people to walk by as they go through. All just the classic mm-hmm. warm feelings you need to watch a, a wrestling show if you're our age. And uh bobby heenan and gorilla argue over cauliflower ear bobby head says to me that shows if you have cauliflower ear it means you got beat up it means yeah. you're something like no it doesn't they're already arguing <laughs> and then gorilla says he heard i heard the tickets have gone f- for 50 times face value on the outside i don't buy that gorilla for to get in to see bret hart versus razor ramon yeah
1: the um, k-fabe guy would
0: maybe maybe and i'm watching this match and Grilla and Bobby aren't calling this match at all. <laughs> They're just like, one, I'm pretty sure they don't know the Beverly Brothers' names. They don't know who Buller Blake is because they never refer to them by their name throughout the entire match. No. Which is a, the funny thing. to Because to, to, I'm really trying to know, I'm like, who's in here? Like, what are we doing? Uh, I just noticed uh, Stu and Helen are in the front row of the crowd. Mm-hmm. They haven't been mentioned yet. Yeah. Uh, and then something happens in this match I've never seen before. Uh, one of the Beverly Brothers goes for a leapfrog. Rick Steiner catches him and doesn't slam him, just, like, throws him like a sack of potatoes, like, just tosses him. He's which rough. Is a,
1: which is a cool little... He's oh, 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 he's rough. <laughs> Every time I see the Steiner brothers, I think Broadbreaker looks more like Scotty Steiner than Rick. Yeah. <laughs> what does that I mean, tell That's got to be Scotty's kid. <laughs> Maybe. But I, I thought the Beverly brothers, in hindsight, well, I guess... Thinking about them at the time, I didn't think they were as tough as they were, but they put up a good fight with the Steiner brothers.
0: They did. Like this was like a kind of a brawl, but yeah. a little, a little bit. You know, uh, I did like the ending where the Beverly brothers go for a doomsday device, mm-hmm. and Scott counters it into a victory roll. Right. You think that'd be the finish, but there's a kickout. But then Frankensteiner, he spikes the crap oh on guy. Oh my the god, he's amazing. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Like one time at work, we were talking about wrestling moves, like which one would hurt the most, like it like do the most real damage. And I think mm-hmm. we, my, my one friend and I were like, oh, the pedigree, like your face smash on the ground. Uh-huh. My other buddy's like, no, the power bomb, like just slamming you to the ground. Yeah. I think this Frankensteiner might be the, the, the paralyzer. That might be the worst one. It's gotta be.
1: So uh, you're talking but, about them doing the doomsday device in the corner mm-hmm. and they were, they were too far away to do it. You know, when they're doing the recap at the end of the match, uh, Bobby Heaton's just, have, just having so many got, problems with his brain scan. He's like, yeah, this he's thing like, doesn't, doesn't work. work. He's like, and then the, he's drawing lines with arrows, and he's going to hit him here, and the thing's not working. <laughs> you can just tell he's getting mad. Then they take it away. He's like, where's my brain scan at? A nice
0: a nice 10-minute match that when I turn, I'm like, oh, this is going to be dumb, and I'm going to have to skip it. But it was pretty yeah, it was good. pretty good, yeah. I liked it. Um, then... Then here we go. We've got the Shawn Michaels versus Marty hype video package narrated by Mean Gene Oakland, mm-hmm. talking about the Rockers. They were the tag team of the '90s, and all this stuff. And then of tag course you team see the
1: specialists.
0: We see the famous barbershop window yeah. uh, where Marty gets thrown through. Then we show where Marty showed back up to beat the hell out of Shawn Michaels. He showed up with a Guns N' Roses shirt. Of course um, he did. And then he's you know he's yeah. and then of course he's going to take the mirror from Sherry. This is, by the way, a recap. This doesn't happen now. This happened to, like superstars yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit Michael's with it, but Michael threw Sherry in front of him, and she gets smashed with the mirror. And Marty doesn't know. Oh my yeah, god! I didn't what realize did I do? he
1: was. I didn't realize Jannetty uh, was gone for almost a year. Yeah. In my mind, this kind of happened two, three months later.
0: Mm-hmm. And we go to the match here, and I guess part of the story is whose side is Sherry going to be on? Mm-hmm. And she's she gets her own entrance. She looks stoic and kind of mad. Yeah. And, and uh
1: comatose yeah <laughs> just, and just like staring off in the distance and working. out
0: comes marty Janetti in <laughs> <and> the <laughs> worst <laughs> outfit ever the <laughs> worst <laughs> what did what did brad chad call his outfit something uh, like
1: yarn, yarn stormtrooper <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i would i've seen this match before and i i know his like his his trunk or his tights yeah. But I forgot he had a shirt with the same thing too. Yeah. Do you think he made that? He's like, yeah, this looks good. Like and, this, the wrists, this, and
1: the wrist, and uh, the wrist, what do you call it, those wristbands? It's just so bad. Like, what was he thinking? Yeah. Awful. I could and, tell he was getting annoyed with the wristbands because he'd like pull them up like to make them longer and they'd keep like falling down. And then he was getting pissed because he had to keep fixing them. You know, we say
0: we're talking trash about all this, but I think if they released an elite Marty's ninety ninety three 93 rumble gear, we'd, we'd buy that we'd immediately. Buy <laughs> we would. He's soft goods, soft yeah. good shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Michaels comes out. He's wearing gold dust gear. I call them HBK dust. He's got the blue strap IC title, which is a little unique. I like that. Uh, during, so this match is not as good as I think they had a match on raw where Mike where Marty ended up winning the IC championship, I, and I always get that one confused with this one, which one mm-hmm. I like more. And after yeah. watching this match, I'm like, oh yeah, it's the raw one. I like more like this one was just fine.
1: Yeah. This wasn't uh, bad. And it was mostly just Sean working on his shoulder. Yeah. Which that's the thing. Like Marty hurts
0: his shoulder at some point. And what's weird is you think with these two high flying rockers that what we'd we see a lot of that, not mat work and yeah. grappling and, and, psychology and all that crap. No, give us high flying action. That's what we want to so I,
1: I remembered at the time I was watching this, um, 1993 and sean michaels picks up genetti on the outside of the ring picks him up like he's going to drive him into the uh, outside ring post he does but he drives his right shoulder in into the post drops him Ginetti gets up rubbing his left shoulder <laughs> and he's just rubbing it and rubbing it. there is something protruding out i don't know if it's a bone or if it's a little muscle but he keeps like rubbing and trying to show the camera like oh oh so then Maybe from that high. point on he probably was but from that point on then they start working on the left shoulder mm-hmm. and then it goes into this this little uh, back and forth with uh gorilla and bobby um, so sean michaels is working on the left shoulder all that kind of stuff and gorilla says marty Gennetti, to the best of my knowledge is not a southpaw which is usually like a, a left-handed uh puncher mm-hmm. he's like why wouldn't he work on the right shoulder and bobby's like i believe he is left-handed Gorilla's like, I don't think so. (laughs) Bobby's like, Are you (laughs) calling me a liar? Gorilla says, Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. I have another Bobby and Gorilla line here. Bobby says that, Oh, Sean taught Marty everything that he knows. Gorilla,
1: they were equals. (laughs) He just screams at him. (laughs) And then later on, they, I, I I like to write this stuff down because it's like, yep. it makes me laugh. And I'm like, what did he exactly say? Yeah. So the gorilla also here is like, how many guys do you know would have this kind of guts? This is talking about Janetti, like just keep kicking out and, and just keep going through the match. And then he says, a lot of guys would have quit a long time ago. And the Bobby says, I know I used to have, I used to have to gut it out when I was in the ring. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> they called you the original gutless wonder. <laughs> Bobby Bobby's like you must have been talking to the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing stuff. Are you stuff. kidding?
0: <laughs> There's another Bobby line in this match. Again, this match like and part of the reason this show is was so watchable for me uh-huh. was because of Bobby and Gorilla. Yeah. Everyone everyone loves Bobby Heenan and Gorilla's 92 rumble show and it mm-hmm. was good, but this one's really like a sleeper. For commentary on stuff. Uh, there's a mart where Bobby's talking about this match. He says what he would do. He goes, You know what I'd do, gorilla? I'd throw him out and pile drive him on the steps. A, re- <laughs> a, a real amateur move. Yeah. <laughs> and the gorilla just ignores him. Like he's like, all right, we're done talking. Oh uh, man. Again, throughout the match, there's a story about, all right, who is Sherry gonna go to? Yeah. Eventually she smacks Sean. There's a ref bump. Sherry messes up. HBK ends up getting the win and Sherry is furious with herself. Uh, by the way, 14 minutes. Shawn michael wins by pinfall. Sherry runs backstage screaming, and Gene's like, "Hey, get a hold of yourself!" Because me, Gene's back there yeah, with the like, mic like
1: Sherry, damn it, settle down. You're
0: hysterical. You're a, You are hysterical. <laughs> She's screaming. <laughs> like, I
1: just Jean thought it was like so. Like he, he, he said, "Damn it." <laughs> damn it it's, settle down
0: <laughs> he's all pissed jean's like <laughs> yes. he, he's, he's he's got a cocktail at the bar he, he's got to get it going here
1: <laughs> like come on sherry
0: you are hysterical that was a I big brawl
1: back there between those two then uh, yeah, yeah they uh, watched Sean mike and, uh, Marty. yeah it,
0: and it, again the match itself is okay but just watch it for the fact of of just the banter between bobby and gorilla that that's the best part uh, next match. Next match. Next match is a random one. Bam Bam Bigelow versus the Big Boss Man. Here, uh, the crowd for this match is dead. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. Like no one cared. You
1: think you right, got two big beefy men? The I was Bammers. thinking about this earlier today. Like I can't. I like Bam Bam Bigelow. The idea of him, how he talks, how he dresses, how his head is tattooed, how he's missing a tooth. Like everything about squeeze. him. Everything about him as wrestler. But I can't. I'm thinking. I'm like I don't remember a great match with him. Mm-hmm. i can't think of one and i want to <laughs> but, but i can't think of one like he's athletic does cartwheels he, he flies off the top rope but it's nothing he does cartwheels no he does <laughs> you know I he, he cartwheels. does he even did that in the, the nintendo game
0: <laughs> did <laughs> was he his
1: taunt. yeah in the first wrestlemania game i remember he did a cartwheel i'm like holy shit <laughs> you're like mom come look look, look at this mom Bammers yeah. doing a cartwheel. Who is that? Or how do you, that's Bam Bam Bigelow. How do you know? Well, it's pixelated yellow and orange, <laughs> yellow and orange. <laughs> Mom's like, Bammers has hold, got hold
0: the, the bright yellow flame tights for this one. Yeah. For his body suit. Uh, Bam Bam does get the win here. And I was like, I was trying to think like, did Bam Bam do anything after like, what is his trajectory in 93? You know, he, know. he does the king this of the ring.
1: First, this is his first match back though. Yeah.
0: So nice. I guess they want to, build them up but yeah. it's a it's also 10 minutes this match could have been like five minutes didn't a lot need of be bear hugs a,
1: a, a lot of slow stuff
0: yeah a lot of slow stuff uh so we got our next match which is for the wwf championship brett the hit banhart versus the newcomer razor ramon oozing machismo we show a little bit of uh some Background here, where Razor beat up Owen Hart. So mm-hmm. on, on WWF Challenge or WWF Mania, Owen Hart's
1: back. That shot he took on him, dude, <laughs> just oh, over so, the chair. That so, was just like a straight up like lariat from hell.
0: <laughs> so Owen's out sitting on a chair in a locker room. Razor comes, uh-huh. just clotheslines the shit out of him.
1: And then he goes, His boots fly off.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and then, and then you know Razor the Tilt Dick, hey rocket. Did Daddy teach you that one, huh? It just starts beating him like a total dick, total yeah. bully, you know. And of course, the Rock is like, he's the nice guy. You know, hey, I'm in high energy with Coco. Beware with with pants. I've got the crazy pants, uh-huh. and he just gets the ship beaten out of him. And then Gorilla and Bobby are on the house mic, so like the crowd can hear what they're saying, which is mm-hmm. kind of a unique thing. Um, they're talking about what's next. And then Razor Ramon is at the Kings game the night before. It says he'll beat the hit mang the hit mang not the hit man the hit man he's gonna beat him um and then we go to this match here uh love Bret Hart in his all pink attire that's that's the ultimate edition Bret Hart with the all pink love this gear um this starts off with some really intense punches between Bret and Razor and I was watching this I was like man mm-hmm. you need like wrestlers to watch the start of this match to how to throw punches like both guys selling with the snap of the head and I was thinking like Triple H when tough enough when he does has the, the, the like the students snap, like punch him. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Good snap. You do that again I'll tag you for real. And
1: you know talking about you know what I'm talking about. And then the guy falls.
0: And the guy falls, by the way, your nuts are hanging out of your shorts. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows <laughs> tough enough. Everybody knows Triple H and all that stuff. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows.
1: That's one of the reasons I didn't like um a certain period in uh wwe when all the guys started getting short hair i mean there was a period oh. and i liked it better when they had the long hair so that they could like react better or hide things better because mm-hmm. um, you could always just see them talking in their ear where hair would have hit it you know just sometimes the, the fist didn't totally connect with the face in, in a certain period of wwe and i'm like Come yeah on, hair would have hit other, all that
0: and the other thing like with these punches again i cannot like overstate how great these punches are between they the are. two of them they're really good and and how they sell them and like rather than you know they, they call it like the hockey fight where they just like mm-hmm. lock arms just start punch 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 punch, like that's fine and you get like a pop but come on it's like me being like the old man on the on like on a get off my yeah. lawn but mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm that's what I want let's have more punches better in 2024 let's see who throws the best punch who throws the best punch now do you think in in wrestling um...
1: what do you think
0: AEW WWE TNA New Japan Trying to think who throws like a good punch. Okay, nothing really pops out, you know. No, I need yeah. You think for a second, life. I can think of anyone top of my head. We won't stay on this for too long, but um, no. Let,
1: let, let's sit here and think for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, who throws the best punch? <laughs> well, let's Google it. Who throws the best punch?
0: <laughs> it's gonna show a bunch of, like Mike Tyson videos and all that. Yeah. I don't know if you. What, what do you guys think? Let us know. Uh, PPW Podcast. Who throws the best punch? This, uh what else have I got here? Oh, yeah, Brett starts to work the leg. And the story of this match on the commentary is Razor's legs are going to be too long for Brett to get the sharpshooter in. So that's an interesting, yeah. as you're looking at it.
1: And once they say uh, that, I look at how long his damn legs are. I'm like, he ain't going to get that.
0: Yeah. And uh, at this point, we this is where Stu and Helen Hart are acknowledged in the front row. Gorilla says, Stu Hart's giving encouragement. Bobby says, I heard him. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. Will you stop, Brain? <laughs> so that was a pretty nice one, too. They mentioned Bret Hart's the fighting champion. And I remember this, the fighting champion era of Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Where, like, he was facing, like, Skinner and Papa yeah, Shango. Everybody, everybody and everybody
1: on Monday Night Raw.
0: You know, I me and Papa Shango had some good matches. But do you remember that? I, I liked the fighting yeah, I champion remember. era of Bret. It was good. Uh, it I... I I, I guess you of, could,
1: was it was this before? Did he? Um, I don't this think this is one, his two, first reign. I don't think one two three kid was in there yet. Yeah, he was. Or, I remember, no,
0: I no, he wasn't because remember because he didn't turn yet. Remember, okay. one two three, he didn't <laughs> turn. Yeah, I think that that one two three kid Bret Hart match. I think in ninety four. Yeah, that after was good. WrestleMania ten. Uh, then we've got talking about Bret Hart, Bobby Heenan, He's a quitter, Gorilla. He is not Bobby. Well, his dad is what. <laughs> 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 Just <not laughs> Bobby beat a dick to Gruel. I love it. Uh, then when Razor Ramon starts working Bret Hart's ribs, is when I think the match kind of slows down a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. I was really enjoying it up to things. Like I think this match has a reputation of being like a work rate match. Yeah, and it starts off really good. It's it ends up being 17 minutes, and it's it's good, but I think it's a little bit too long. What I liked um,
1: about Monsoon being on commentary, he would add like little different things. Like uh, when he was doing the um, abdominal stretch, Monsoon, you know, chimed in. He's like, yeah, if you pick up his right leg, it actually puts more pressure on it. I'm like, yeah, pick up his right leg.
0: <laughs> grill is but out that, there, you know, giving tips to Razor Ramon.
1: Mm-hmm. But then he, you know, they reversed it and then Razor reversed it he hip tossed him.
0: The abdominal stretch. I hate the abdominal stretch. move. I'm glad they don't really do that anymore. I liked I just, it, especially when did you? like
1: you see somebody put their elbow like into the ribs. You know that's gotta hurt.
0: What about when they the heel would grab the rope? Like, what's that doing? Like, what what leverage are we doing here? Come on.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah, you got it.
0: You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I did like Brett's suicide dive onto Razor. That was a nice little move they did. Mm-hmm. He did so good for Brett. Again, the big story is Razor's legs are too long for the sharpshooter. But eventually, Brett does get the sharpshooter. Razor taps out for the win. Big victory for Brett Hart on pay-per-view. Did he
1: tap out? I was looking for that. He just looked like the referee. like, just, he give up? Well, he like shake, well, this, shaking this his was, head.
0: This was before the age of tapping. Okay. So he just was shaking. He was just nodding. You his greasy hair nodding. I give up, brother. All right. Now we're up to your favorite part of the show.
1: This is everybody's favorite part of the show.
0: Bobby Heenan has been hyping Narcissus. Lex Luger, mm-hmm. for a while, the entire show, and, he, and here <laughs> is his debut. You, I mean, what, I'm sure you've got plenty to say about this. What What do you got about Bobby and Narcissus?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of it was just him just drooling over how impressive this this so man for those is.
0: Who are, to, to set the stage on on the entryway, there's mirrors. He's got and, mirrors.
1: He got uh, Lex Luger with his back to the camera, looking at yeah. the mirrors. His body is hiding the reflection of his face. So you don't see his face yet. So you just see this oiled up <laughs> this oiled up um bodybuilder in like these uh tights with some fringe on the back of them. And mm-hmm. was, did he have um knee pads with fringe on it? Something. Yeah. Yeah, it's but like silver was, and white, yeah. Yeah. And Bobby was just, oh, look at this man. He's so perfect and all and he goes, kind of
0: you stuff. do love yourself narcissists and you deserve to love
1: yourself <laughs> yeah. this is true he's talking about it is and i always imagine him saying striations but that must be a Vince McMahon word but mm-hmm. he do- he doesn't say that. But he's just talking about the definition and the muscles and his biceps. Look at his legs, the quads, <laughs> Look at his legs, everything. And Did you ever see anything like that before in your life? Never. And they, they show shots of the, the women in the crowd. They're taking pictures. They're Googling, uh, giggling, having you know, fun girl talk about the <laughs> about how sexy this guy is.
0: I think they're just laughing at how stupid this was. <laughs> you think so? No, I do. <laughs>
1: Oh, so as this is all going on, I see those girls. I'm like, my mom was watching this with me. Was <laughs> I'm, she? I'm like, I wonder if my mom was like, um, you know, intellects.
0: Um, she was into narcissus.
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry, nar- narcissist.
0: Narcissus. But then, but
1: then at the end of it, it it's it's funny. Uh, you got Heena, uh, and he says, Lex, please, please, could you turn yourself away from the mirror? <laughs> I, I have a question. These these people. The people have seen your great body. Let the world hear those beautiful melodious tones out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't even note yeah, that.
1: The melodious tones <laughs> from from your magnificent, you know what I mean. I do. And then uh, I was surprised that Lex, it, this had to have been a script. I, I, I can imagine Lex going over this like a hundred times, not messing up the words and how the words are, are pronounced. And then sa- he says he is the most mesomorphically magnificent physical specimen beyond perfection. I'm like mesomorphically <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> he had to he had to do that a few times to get that down.
0: He's planting the seeds where for, uh, for a feud with Mister Perfect, and they and do have a emph- match WrestleMania and he emphasizes Nine.
1: Emphasizes perfection. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. they plant the seeds for Perfect and Lex. WrestleMania. Look at that building. They're telling stories. Right. But you know what? You know what? I notice they're not doing is what? telling you they're right, telling a story. This is a little bit of a tangent. I like wrestling the best. I love storytelling in wrestling. I hate when they're telling me they're telling me that a story is happening.
1: Mm-hmm. You like to figure it out. Exactly. You Like, like to say, hey, I caught on.
0: Like if a story is good and great, you don't need someone telling you that it's a story. But that's You're just right. me. That's just I'm very old manny right now. At the same time, I love everything going on right now. A lot of the like. A lot of the storylines in AEW and mm-hmm. WWE for wrestling stuff. Yeah. Like, I know AEW's, like, attendance and stuff is down, but I love Samoa Joe as champion. Oh, me like too. He's just, he's just awesome.
1: badass. I wish he was the yeah. champion uh, when he was fighting AJ in uh, yeah. WWE. They mm-hmm. needed, he they needed been. a title exchange.
0: Exactly. He, and Samoa Joe is the champion. like, everyone gets to the back of the line now, and you, you will—you will fi- are— destroy each other for the opportunity to get destroyed by me and all this mm-hmm. stuff it's like yeah hell yes mojo that's how it's supposed to work yeah and then we've got swerve and prince nana which is just my favorite thing in the world those two
1: And i swerve when i drive when, yeah. I, swerve, when I drive
0: you've been keeping atten- paying attention to the prince nana and chris statlander story where he's like just no. showing up oh it's the best so prince he's nana her, or he wants yeah, to and have he, her in stable a- you no, know, he's in love with her, and he just keeps like showing up to her matches, being her <laughs> oh, manager, though she doesn't want him there. It's, it's it's great. You should check it out.
1: Yeah. Well, I tried. I tried to watch Dynamite. I was going to watch it last night, but uh, what was I doing last night? Whatever it was, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. Oh, I was watching NXT. The from, from Tuesday, so I got to watch uh, Dynamite tonight.
0: One of my favorite things to watch uh, for on like a Friday or a Saturday morning when the mm-hmm. kids are up is I'll pop on like Rampage on the DVR, and, uh-huh. like it's a nice little it's like a little thing just watching Saturday morning just to Rampage. That? rampage because oh, yeah. i never watch it but like it's a nice little 45 minute without commercial show to watch in the yeah. morning
1: oh picture. i was i was watching um on youtube club shay shay with rick flair that's pretty interesting what's that Um, uh, it's shannon sharp he's got his oh i saw shirt. that i did i watched that yeah, yeah I watched so he's that. got okay. rick flair rick flair tells the same stories and giggles at the same shit but it's still interesting <laughs> to, to further for some of the stuff to come out it's like, oh, I've never said that before. Which and is nice Sha- because he's said the same story like 500 times already. So it's nice to hear a different story. Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp's like, your, your son died and you and you, you, blame, <laughs> you, blame yourself. You blame yourself. Is that right? <laughs> that's right, I did, yeah. Wh- why is that? You trying to be his friend?
1: Oh, yeah, trying to be his friend. So that's oh, pretty much man. the
0: podcast if you want to listen to it. Yeah,
1: and he's like, y- y- your eyes light up when you talk about your dad. Was he special to you? It's like, you're going to oh, get, get oh, me yeah. emotional. Oh,
0: yeah oh yeah oh yeah my dad and then they never got it they never got me as the wrestler he never got me you me understand they were going all over the place here rick flair's <laughs> not lived in Minnesota not lived in Minnesota since what like 1977 how do you still yeah. have a minnesota accent <laughs> like what's going on i don't here know with rick? he just kept it he kept that yeah. Minnesota you know oh no and now he's you know hawking in energy drinks and whatever else that people will mm-hmm. give to him Good the
1: cbd brand. and his uh his gummies
0: his Cause woo energy. Yeah. But those are like the Delta eight gummies. Like, like don't buy any of that crap guys. If you're like, if you're like a wrestling fan and you're interested in like messing with THC and like CBD, the stuff that he's selling is like the Delta eight crap, which isn't really regulated. And there's like, it's like a loophole to sell THC. Mm-hmm. So just, just stay away from that. Go to a, go to a reputable head shop and buy actual pot. If you want something, actual gummies, it's <laughs> my advice to you. Yeah. Anyway, where the hell were we? Um, we were at Lex We were at narcissist.
1: <laughs> uh, damn it! I keep saying Lex Luger, narcissist.
0: He does call him Lex Luger. To be fair,
1: he does call him that. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of good stuff going on right now in, in wrestling. Anyway, uh, so, so the, the,
1: the best my and I shared this part on there. How the the the, the what is it? The drape? Or the curtain starts coming down, and Bobby is still like. Just admiring Lex and, and telling him to show him that. <laughs> and Bobby even starts kneeling down as the curtain starts going down on them. So, like, mm-hmm. he's already behind. Him. He's like, Show me more. Show me more.
0: Show me more. Okay. Oh, Are we ready for my favorite part of this entire show by like a mile? I was just laughing the entire time. What? Howard Finkel is here and he says. Here is Caesar and Cleopatra. I'm like what the Caesar and Cleopatra? Yeah,
1: who so we got
0: we got two Vegas actors. You know, from walk walk like they're probably hotel greeters. Walking down the aisle with a bunch of people, I'm like how much do they pay these people? Mm-hmm. The guy that played Caesar's wearing sandals. I'm like, oh, like they're not even like Roman sandals. They're like from Kohl's or something like that.
1: <laughs> they're <were> painted gold. <laughs> they're spray
0: painted gold. The Cleopatra girl doesn't say a thing. This poor no. girl's probably like, what the hell is this garbage? We didn't come to Sacramento for this. We could have been making money on the you know on the Caesars tonight. Caesar's got a scroll. He, he rolls on a scroll. Yeah. He gets booed. Um. <laughs> he got booed. He did. It was terrible. And he, and he starts talking about, and he goes, he goes, every whim will be satisfied succulent food and re- you'll be royally entertained oh, like, what the and your pleasures
1: side. will be satisfied and,
0: and, and like the best part so you know when you're at theme parks and they've got like the announcer after they get off the roller coaster it's like mm-hmm. enjoy your day at universal orlando like that's that was this him. that's him he's this guy yeah. at the, the incredible hulk ride He's <laughs> like make sure to grab your belongings <laughs> and enjoy your day where you can ride the movies at universal orlando like that's his fucking That's him talking about. What what would you think is a succulent food? What's a succulent food?
1: Um, I I would think what he's describing would be like a nice juicy turkey leg, like you get (laughs) like 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 at a fair, like you get at Universal Orlando, (laughs) (laughs) like you like you get at um, the Renaissance Fair. (laughs) No, you get. What's that jousting place? Medieval times. Medieval times (laughs) dinner and tournament. Like like that's succulent food. (laughs) So. He's telling you
0: guys, come to Vegas and eat like you're at medieval times. That's how he's really selling it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He says, and he says, WrestleMania. And by the way, this is all hyping up because WrestleMania 9's is in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace. And he goes, see, the main event will happen at Caesar's Palace Stadium, which, by the way, is in a parking lot of a tennis court that they built. There's no <laughs> stadium. It's like, what the hell are we doing here? Also, we didn't even mention this. This is a historic rumble. This is the first rumble ever where the winner gets a title shot at WrestleMania. This is how yeah. it starts. Mm-hmm. So, so that, although it kind of happened at Rumble ninety one, where Hogan won and then faced Slaughter at WrestleMania seven, it wasn't official though. No, um, I mean Ho- but, Hogan
1: was a shoe in anyway. Who else is going to challenge him for it? The Slaughter? Where you get a rematch? Nope. Maybe. He <laughs> no, maybe. <should've>. No. <laughs> Did he ever? <laughs> no, <laughs> he never got one. That's bullshit. I would have given him a rematch. Make it a three way.
0: A three-way. Hogan, Slaughter, and Warrior. One of these things does not
1: (laughs) No, Slaughter, Warrior, and uh, Match.
0: Where's Hogan fitting all this? He won the Rumble. Hogan.
1: Jeez. (laughs) Hogan could go fight off, um, uh, what's his name? (laughs) The Berserker. (laughs) Oh, God. Maybe Undertaker? Oh, yeah, fight Undertaker again. Then there's no streak.
0: Again. Well, he loses Undertaker at Survivor Series 91. Yeah. The Undertaker spiked him and broke his neck, even though his head was six <laughs> feet off the ground. <laughs> God.
1: Off that chair. Oh, man. Was that Tuesday in Texas or was that Survivor Series? It was Survivor Series yeah.
0: 91. And then Hogan won the belt back at Tuesday in Texas. That's Go right. back in the archives of our, our show. We did those two shows. We did, we did a double show one time. Anyway, Caesar says, let the games begin. Not let's get ready to rumble. Nothing. let the games begin he walks off and you know you think he'd go home but he shows up again later so don't you worry it's not all not all <laughs> he'll, caesar he'll be back he'll be back uh, bobby yeah. and gorilla go over the rules well bobby's still pumped about narcissus he's still kind of like yeah
1: he funny. goes back he's like did you see that did you see that i unveiled huh? it he's like yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> Crowley, he's <laughs> all right we we, we saw it <laughs> just just totally diminishing the excitement of uh bobby here. <laughs> Number one is he's Rick like, he's, Flair. He's, he's pumped too. He's got his fists all tightened up. He's like, yes, I did it. I did it. Did you see that? Yeah, we saw it.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> just no-sells it. No-sells mess. it. So we got the Royal Rumble match here. The number one entrant is Ric Flair, last year's winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the number two is Bob Backlund. He's all oh, happy. Man. He's, he's so like, I'm garbage. here.
1: What's...
0: Come on. These two old is...
1: farts. <laughs> well, what's but funny I did, is- I did, I did look at
0: their ages. They were 43. But they were both forty three, and they're making such a big deal about Bob making a comeback at forty three.
1: I know, but they're both forty three. I know. And then I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, well, forty three. I mean, at that time, just so I thought they were so old, like they didn't, they were too old to be there. How I felt when as a kid. Yeah. But then I'm looking now, I'm looking up. How old is AJ Styles? Like, I go with like that. Forty six. <laughs> Punk is forty five. LA Knights like forty two or forty three. Brock Lesnar's forty six. Our Truth is fifty two. Do you know that?
0: No, he's 26 forever.
1: Lash- Lashley's 47. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so these guys don't look like they're too old to be there. Maybe they do. Let's go ask like a teenager or a young kid.
0: <laughs> well, you're old to them.
1: No, they're my colleagues.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're their boss. You're like, oh, the old man. Sanchez, I'm, I'm their, I'm their making me work the week. Making me work the weekends again. Oh, them sons of bitches. Speaking of work, did that kid that, you, that I was there that one time that didn't know how to like turn on a balloon like- like, do you guys have balloons? Like, I don't know, Eric, do we have balloons? Like, does oh, that man. kid
1: still work there?
0: Yeah, he does.
1: <laughs> you're all mad.
0: Has he gotten any let, better?
1: Uh, uh, no, he he's, he's not. He's an airhead.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's sucking helium when well, you're not looking.
1: He might be. <laughs> he I had to, to tell the him show. the same thing like four times. And then <laughs> I, he comes over. I'm like, why didn't you ask me to do this? He's like, oh, I said, if you're not going to listen to what I'm saying, I'm going to send you home. <laughs> so then from then on, he was like listening to what I was saying. Oh, God. You're just Get like the
0: jerk. <laughs> he's, he listened to this show. He's all sad tomorrow. He's like, oh, he's what? like
1: what? I knew you were talking about me. <laughs> he's like, I was going to tell you my birthday for the for the match card next week. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Poor guy. All right. Uh, number three here is Papa Shango. I always Papa. hear a, uh, whenever I see Papa Shango. I always think of him awkwardly running down the aisle late at WrestleMania 8 uh-huh. and Gorilla Monsoon. Papa Shango, what the hell's he doing here? <laughs> he's late. <laughs> but he gets surprisingly eliminated early by Ric Flair. Uh, so we go, the number four is Ted DiBiase with Jimmy Hart. He's in Money, Inc. here. Yeah. Um, number five is Brian Knobs. you know, re- really big threat to win the Royal Rumble. Number six is Virgil. And, of course, he goes right after Ted DiBiase. Um, Brian Knobbs runs at 10 DiBiase. He's eliminated our, f- our second elimination. Nobbs is eliminated.
1: I think number- I think there was a point where Nobbs starts beating up on Ric Flair. Because mm-hmm. Hay- he didn't want Flair to win again, right? So yeah. he's all about Flair. And he's like, no, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> like, they're supposed to be both bad guys. And Nobbs goes over there and starts kicking Ric Flair's ass. Tries yeah. to throw him over the top.
0: <laughs> he starts kicking his ass. Um, And Jerry Lawler's number seven. I completely forgot uh, that Jerry Lawler was in the WWF in 93 here. Yeah, it was and early. It was. And uh, number 8 is Max Moon, which I think is Conan, right?
1: Um, I think at the time he was Paul Diamond. Okay. Let me know. Used to number be Kato. 9. Is, number 9 is Tenaru, just a just a guy. That dude, I swear to God, he was just standing around looking around half the time. Just like looking <laughs> at fights. Like nobody's fighting, he's not fighting anybody. He's just standing there looking. He's like, "Oh, okay." He's, He's just looking hanging he out. Might, he might uh, throw a punch or a kick and a chop. Then he just stands there, looking at looking around like a doofus.
0: <laughs> like a doofus, poor <laughs> Tedaroo.
1: He didn't have no chemistry with anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, number ten is Mister Perfect. He does have chemistry with Ric Flair. He goes right he after does. Ric Flair, and the crowd is ready. They're pumped. They're fired up. Uh, this got me thinking. So Ric Flair leaves the WWF in January of '93 to go back to WCW. Mm-hmm. If Flair had stayed till like WrestleMania Nine. Yeah. What do you think he could have wrestled at WrestleMania that year in 93? Hogan? Hogan? No, cuz that's no, cuz No. Like Hogan's, <laughs> Hogan's with Beefcake. Hogan came back to tag with Beefcake and then steal the main event from Bret Hart.
1: Yeah, you're right. I think yeah, they could have prob- done f- probably him and perfect. I think the, it yeah, have they had to done be a loser, loser per- leaves leaves the company match.
0: Yeah, I think they could have done Flair and Perfect. That's a Mania match. You know, and then Narcissus could have just beat Bob Backlund or something instead of Razor Ramon beating him.
1: I I think I saw Perfect differently, like a little bit more elevated, when I saw him like feuding with not so much Hogan like back in the day, but him and Flair, because I knew Flair was like tippy top guy in WCW. So to see um, Perfect like matching with him and almost winning and all that kind of stuff like with him, like keeping up with him, I thought, man, Perfect is a lot better than how I already thought he was.
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, number 11 is Skinner. The Alligator Man, as, as Gorilla Monsoon calls him. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy was disgusting. Perf- he was, with his, with his tobacco. Uh, he was
1: spitting and sweating all over the place. <laughs> alligator Perfect.
0: piss on his boots. <laughs> <laughs> alligator piss. <laughs> 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 Mr. Perfect eliminates Ric Flair. I thought Flair lasted longer for some reason yeah, this year. I thought but so, he didn't. too. He didn't. Uh, Coco Beware is number 12. The bird man, part Damn, of High Energy. I, I
1: need, every time I see Coco, I'm like, I need a figure. Give me a figure. They've got a Hasbro. I don't want a Hasbro. I want an elite or not. Yeah. I don't want an ultimate. <laughs> Give me nice, that nice, ultimate a nice Coco. Elite, nice elite with Frankie. Legends. With Frankie. Yeah, with Frankie. Inter- interchangeable pants and, and, and his hip hop pants.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the the checkerboard suspenders. Oh, but yeah, that would be a
1: good legend. It Would be Coco. Yeah.
0: Number thirteen is Samu. Uh, then number is the number fourteen is pres- dragged
1: by his hair by uh, was yeah, Afa. By
0: Afa. Off, he literally drags him and throws him in the ring.
1: He's like, they're like savages. <laughs> they are. He's <laughs> like, here you go, you wild animal. I'm going to throw you in there. You, you kill and maim.
0: Number fourteen, the Berserker, who I always hated, hated the Berserker. Uh, which I guess was the point. He was a heel. Yeah. Uh, the Us. King has been. Us. The King's, <laughs> the King's been eliminated, but he's still hanging out. Um, Perfect is getting slowly tossed off by Ted and. Kokoby, where's helping Ted DiBiase eliminate Mr. Perfect? And the King, who's a little jerk, helps pull Mr. Perfect out, so Perfect is eliminated. Number 15 is The Undertaker, and oh, shit. Like, this is the first time in the match where, like, you feel, okay, this is a legitimate contender that could win this match here. Undertaker. Yeah. Um, he slabs the shit out of Samu out of the ring. Good. Uh, then he then he eliminates Tenru. <laughs> um, Bob Backlund's thrown through like through the ropes. He's done a which by the way Backlund number two. He's still in the match. Um, mm-hmm. Does a back by drop on the floor. And that that's uh, the thing with
1: with Bobby and and uh, Monsoon. He, he called, is Backlund still in the match? Monsoon's like mm-hmm. yes he is. He's like mm-hmm. is Backlund still in the match? He's like he's still there. He's over in the corner. Backlund's St- out, isn't he? No, he's still in there. <laughs> he's like oh, still man. here.
0: Speaking of still here, number 16, Terry Taylor shows up. You know, the Red Rooster is still hanging out in the WWE. For a cup of coffee. Yep. Uh, The ring is then eventually cleared out, and there's a a mystery man comes Mm -hmm. walking down the ring. Who is, what what is that, Gorilla says. It's this gigantic man in a bodysuit with fur all over it. Being led out by
1: Harvey Whippleman. Is that Harvey Whippleman? That's Harvey Whippleman. It's,
0: It's the giant Gonzalez, and there's a big stare down, and we know that their matches end up sucking, yeah. but <laughs> sucking. I can get the appeal because it's a pretty stark yeah. striking visual when you what see I,
1: what I don't get is how shitty <laughs> the giant Gonzalez was. And I thought, I don't know, I really liked him as elegante and he probably didn't do as, as many more moves than he did as giant Gonzalez, but maybe he was just a fan favorite.
0: Maybe because he didn't like, it looks like he couldn't even walk. As, yeah. Al, as giant Gonzalez.
1: And that's the thing with like later on, like great, like great Kali, like you've seen him in, um, what movie was that? Longest yard. Like yeah. he's, he's a badass in that movie. Like he's all caged up and, you know, hates the guards and all that stuff. And like, he, he's a freak, like he's a big mm-hmm. giant freak. So I get the appeal of that and you bring him in. And then just over the years, he's just hobbling. He's not even like walking anymore. And same, same with giant Gonzalez. I would say
0: the visual of them staring down. Gonzalez does tower up that. Undertaker. He which is kind them. of a cool, cool visual. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, number 17's Damian Demento. He's just gonna hang out in the aisle. He's gonna wait and see what happens here. Uh, <laughs> Giant Gonzalez beats the piss out of the Undertaker. He did. beats the beats the hell out of him. Number 18's IRS. He again. He is also just hanging out to see what's gonna happen. Um, and then after Gonzalez basically leaves Undertaker for dead, he finally leaves, mm-hmm. and uh, Bob gets back in the ring. So Bob's still in the ring. Uh, number nineteen is to and Undertaker's <laughs> just laying there in the laying there in the corner with his crotch on the post.
1: Yeah, and he, uh, he can, Paul he can't sit up. He's like, oh. no, he, he doesn't do it.
0: Down. No, he's just he's just laying there like a dead fish oh, okay. until Paul Bear shows up with the urn oh, powers. You're right, you're right. And Undertaker then he struggles to get up because of Paul Bear of the power of the urn, et cetera, et cetera. He stumbles away, and we go on with the Royal Rumble. Uh, number twenty back. is number twenty. The other nasty boy sags. He's out there. Did you did uh, you have
1: a favorite between uh, knobs and sags?
0: It was definitely knobs. Yeah, yeah, Nobs. Good, big knobs guy over here. Uh, no, <laughs> number number twenty one is Typhoon. He runs to the ring. Bobby Heenan says the last time Typhoon ran that fast is when they opened up the lunch line for the free buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bobby making fat jokes. I saw. Uh, that. Spe- speaking of fat, number twenty is fought. Twenty two is fatu. Fat two. And right t- now right now the show is really dragging like the yeah. people in the ring now like no one's winning the rumble like what are we doing here like let's let's get a move on uh, uh number number 23 is earthquake he goes right after typhoon his partner what the yeah. hell is that all about and he eliminates him like what and are, they were still partners after this they were so happy so nice with each other they were uh, number 24 is carlos cologne i guess yeah they sure who he was me neither still don't number 25 El Matador, Tito Santana, still with the company. I completely forgot about that. Uh, last time I remember him was from WrestleMania 8 where he wrestled Shawn Michaels. That's mm-hmm. the last time I wrestled El Matador. On uh, Number 26, Rick the Model Martel, still mm-hmm. looking juiced up and jacked as ever.
1: And they still go after each other, Tito and Rick, right they back do. to their uh, Strike Force days. Yeah, that's.
0: I think we talked about this. If Rick Martel ever gets inducted, Tito's got to jump on stage and attack him in the Hall of Fame.
1: <laughs> I wish that would happen me too Tito comes um, out you son of a bitch you left me high and dry <laughs> <laughs> who are they who are they demolition yeah and we just bailed on them <laughs> yeah god damn Martell
0: what a jerk number 27 it's Yokozuna time and he is looking big and beefy and this was remember Virgil warned us about that yakuzuma at Survivor mm-hmm. Series 92 do you remember you warned Bret Hart about that Yokozuna. Um there's a big face off this is where he starts to get kind of fun between Earthquake and Yokozuna, and yeah, the crowd likes these two,
1: it. These two Yokos.
0: There's two, uh, and Earthquake does like the stomp. Like, come on, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Uh, and, the, and
1: the fact knowing that Earthquake was also a sumo, um, was he a champion at some sure. point? Sure. I mean, on this show,
0: he was. In my heart, he was.
1: Yeah. So he he was a sumo champion. So to see these two guys go at it, he's like you, f- you fake sumo man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you Samoan, you're not Japanese. Uh, I liked uh, when they inducted Yokozuna know, into the Hall of Fame. The Usos uh, were talking about how they did like a induction speech, uh-huh. and they're like, "Guys, Twig, like guys, come on, Uncle Rodney's on TV. Come on, twins!" And like we ran in and we saw him. We go, "God, Uncle Rodney's not Ch- not Japanese." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it was pretty funny. I Love that. Uh, what was it? Not biography. Remember they were doing like legends or whatever on mm-hmm. the WWE yeah. Network that the Yoko one was really good. Might go back and rewatch that tonight before bed.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Yep.
0: Number 28 is Owen Hart. And by the way, uh, Yokozuna eliminates Earthquake after Earthquake runs after him and he gets kind of tossed off to the side. Uh, number 29, The Repo Man, one member re- of Demolition. Re- they didn't
1: do they didn't do music on these, did they? No, they did not. Re- re- Repo Man.
0: And number 30 is The Macho Man, Randy Savage. Okay, so now we got a guy that's going to win the robot. He's going to win. He's winning. Definitely going to win. Bob Backlund's finally eliminated. So, who, you know, who's he, the
1: final four right now? Do you got that?
0: No, but I have the final. Well, the final three is Backlund, Yoko, and Macho. I forget who the fourth one is. Uh, but the final two is Yoko and Macho Man. Yeah. And this is where I was like, man, this just sucks what they did here with this ending. <laughs> <laughs> they have kind of a good little mini match with Macho and Yoko. The crowd's yeah. like, we want Macho to win this match. And we this want what him Macho to go to thought it was.
1: he thought it was a match. That dumb Mach- shit tried to Ma- him.
0: <laughs> Macho does an elbow drop. It goes for a pin. Yeah. There's no pins in the rumble. And Yoko oh, kicks man. him out so hard he goes over the top rope. Yoko Zuna is your winner. Going on to WrestleMania. Oh good. Caesar and Cleopatra are back to well to, to guide him to mm-hmm. Caesar's Palace. And we just go off the air with Yoko uh, going to WrestleMania. But if I could rebook this, Macho man's win the Rumble. Macho Man faces Hart at WrestleMania but her beats Macho Man for a legitimate huge win that would be to, good. Sol- to solidify himself as a champion. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And then you could have Hogan face Yokozuna or something. Hogan could beat the- If he wants to come back and face a giant, he wrestled mm-hmm. him anyway for two seconds. Remember, Fuji, come on, you, y- you yellow belly. Yellow belly, Hogan, you yellow belly. My Yokozuma challenge you.
1: <laughs> My Yokozuma challenge you.
0: Y- Yokozuma, you yellow belly. He calls Hogan a yellow belly. <laughs> Not a red and yellow belly, but a yellow belly. No. All right. So all things considered, with this show, with the with the downs, with narcissist, with the succulents, with uh, Bobby and Gorilla, what you? Mm-hmm. What's your? What are you going to give this show overall? What's your letter grade?
1: Um, it's tough. I'd probably give it like maybe like B minus. I think
0: so too. I think it's a. I think without Bobby and Gorilla, it's like a C minus. But yeah. I think Bobby and Gorilla, literally just them bumping up a full letter grade for us. So I, I'll I agree with so. you on that. It's a B-minus yeah. show. It's worthwhile. I would encourage you guys to, you could skip over like Bam Bam and Big Boss Man, you know. But watch a few of the other matches. You could skip most of this Royal Rumble too. The Rumble itself is pretty boring, uh, except for a few key parts. But when do you, Bobby when do you, and Gorilla, When do
1: you think it started to get good? Like when Undertaker so there, came in?
0: Yeah, but it, it did. But then, well, I thought it got good when Perfect came in. And then when he got eliminated, it started down again. Then Undertaker's in. I'm like, okay. And then Gonzalez shows up, and that's kind of interesting. And then once Taker leaves, it's boring until Yokozuna comes back. (laughs) It's boring. It is. Like, what are we doing here? Like, Carlos Colon? You got the little
1: face-off between uh, Earthquake and uh, Tugboat. I mean, uh, Typhoon.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it made me laugh when Bobby mentioned running
1: to the free buffet. (laughs) Yeah. Did he but. say tugboat or typhoon? Uh, I don't remember. I, th- I think, I think he, so. I think he called them tugboat too. <laughs> he might have. He might they, have. They were. They were drunk, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely. There, there was not diet coke in those cups. That was whisk mm-hmm. rum and coke. yoo who little rum, little skin Yeah, exactly. My favorite Adam Sandler movie, Big Daddy. Well, maybe Adam Sandler movies. It's probably Big Daddy, Wedding Singer, or Tide for my favorite ones. Now, Waterboy? No Water Boy. No Water funny if you're in eighth grade. In nineteen ninety eight. It's still funny. When's the last time you watched Waterboy?
1: It was on the other night. (laughs) Oh man.
0: I mean Wedding Singer just cracks me up about every line. Oh
1: yeah, I love Wedding Singer.
0: Yeah, it's like he's like uh, and they're at the party, yeah, have a few drinks and you know, drive home. (laughs) And he goes, Hey man, you the one that got left at the altar. That must have sucked. (laughs) Oh man, it was great. My parents died when I was ten. You wanna talk about that? Yeah. Why would we want to talk about that? (laughs) <laughs> the and then Steve Buscemi, best guitar player in the world. No thanks to you, pop. <laughs> just do a wedding singer show. Um, well, Either way, I, it was fun to go back and watch this. I haven't watched this entire show in a long time. I've definitely watched pieces of it uh, here and there, but the, the Caesar and the succulents is, and the succulent foods is, is my yeah. favorite part. So I know Tony uh, Tony Wingdog, our friend, uh, Tony Barker, loves it. Yeah. He loves the succulents, and who doesn't? Of
1: course.
0: We've got lots of friends in, in the in the world of wrestling podcasts and all that. Some of them have other podcasts. And you should check those out. Uh, check out our friends Scott and Jeff at the Fully Posable Podcast. Check out our friends uh, at the R Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. If you want to subscribe to their Patreon, they do the pay-per-view reviews of every WWF pay-per-view. They did this one. And it was funny. They also were very impressed with Caesar and the succulent foods and all that. So go go subscribe and support them, uh, the OVP podcast. Check out their sister show, The Acid Wash Memories, which is a straight nostalgia show about all things nostalgia. Uh, I was just listening to their show about Toys R Us the other day when I was out shoveling ice and snow, and it made it a little, go a little bit faster, a little more fun That's for me. That's good, yeah. Definitely. Uh, check out our friends. We mentioned Lee, with was Raw's Nitro podcast down there in Australia. Uh, we've got the TB Toycast with... Jeff and Breaker, and Breaker also has the Rumble Wheel. Check those out, and check out the Work the Arm Pod. Our friend Jeff does his show where they get drunk and watch Clash of Champions. In the Marbles podcast, Ethan and uh, Soda Hunter do a racing show, not necessarily necessarily wrestling, but if you're into car racing, go check them out. I always like when people uh, uh, do stuff with their passions, and they're both passionate about car racing and stock car racing, so check them out. Uh, speaking of racing, I watched Gran Turismo. Pretty good movie if you're looking for something Is good it? to watch. Yeah, I liked it. It's on Netflix, and I think it's you can rent it from the library or wherever. But it was pretty good, so check that out. Yeah, okay. Um, our friend Daniel Spencer at the Ringside Podcast. Make sure you check him out and support him as well. Um, but there's also – we've got podcast buddies and friends all over the place, so make sure you're supporting them all and uh, just enjoying – fun wrestling talk or race car talk or nostalgia talk mm-hmm. or uh, or toy talk whatever it is support and have fun because that's what this is all about
1: right eric oh yeah that's right what are you
0: doing for the rumble
1: tomorrow uh, i'm gonna be working
0: you gotta so avoid spoilers uh, what's the plan i have to
1: i think this is probably the fourth year i've either had to work or I had something going on where i had to avoid spoilers so I, i'll yeah. watch it sunday uh Beck is gonna come over Because she really likes the actual Rumble match, which I do too. Everybody does. Some of the lead-up matches, I don't know if I'll skip. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I might. We'll see what happens. I don't even know what what the big ones is. Like uh, Owens and um, Logan Paul, I might watch a little bit of that. Yeah. I don't know what the other ones are.
0: I don't know either. We'll check it out, though. We'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to my buddy's house on Saturday night. I think I'm the only one that watches wrestling still, but it should be fun. I think the rumble, the rumble everybody knows, is the one you you, you can watch with friends that don't really watch wrestling because it's exciting. Like every two minutes, like, who's coming out, who's coming, and we yeah. can make bets and all the other stuff. But got a busy weekend here. Got work tomorrow. I've got rumble Sunday. I've got NFC and AFC championship games on Sunday on Sunday. Oh Ramble man, and all gotta... that stuff. Yeah, man, I'm ready, ready to party all weekend.
1: <clears throat> Are you doing? Um... What is that the pool for the numbers? Royal Rumble numbers this year?
0: No, I'm not. I didn't get to that. Uh the fully possible guys are doing a pool. I think I'm entered in that. I got to find out why numbers mm-hmm. are, but no pool. No, I didn't do that. Just going to have fun and drink some beers, have some chicken wings. maybe some succulent turkey re- breast as you <laughs> said or turkey <laughs> there legs you go. from we'll uh, do that. medieval times. We should make a t-shirt of Caesar just saying succulent foods and just you like should. four people would get it. We should buy it. we should do that. Mm-hmm. And then no one
1: will buy it. That's okay. <laughs>
0: It'll be out there. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And again, next week, I'm going to have uh, Dave on to talk about uh, K-fable Love Story, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, As always, As always, you can join the Facebook group, Positively Processing Podcast for discussions and fun, PPW Podcast on Twitter. Um, If you're an iTunes user and want to subscribe to the show and leave a review, that'd be great because more people will see that. It'll get our algorithms up, averages up, all that stuff, and make sure to share the show with a friend doing this show for many, many years now. I, I look again, looking back in the archives, like we did this show, we did that, we talked about this. I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. I got to go back and listen. Um, and it's free. Like how how cool is that? It's free. Like What are we doing? Like, come on, free, no ads, none of that stuff.
1: We don't none ask of that you for anything.
0: Baloney. <laughs> no, of the Hey Hates Conrad ads. We don't ask you for any of that stuff. All right, Eric, I, well, I
1: use it all the time. <laughs> you should try it too I told my dad and my dad said boy is this yeah. a Conrad ad I'm not unfamiliar with them. is this what I, happens it's something about razors and his dad and he uses them all the time and-
0: oh well very ringing endorsement there alright check that out check our show out share with a friend Eric we will talk to you soon everyone else have a great weekend for Royal Rumble weekend for the road to Wrestlemania and we will see you next week